Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. How are you doing? Thank you for joining us uh, this Monday. Hope you had a good weekend. We have to talk about Barbie. It is coming up. It's Barbie week. You probably heard some um, awesome little bits and pieces uh, on the station this week about Barbie and how we all feel about Barbie. And now. There's an amazing thing happening at MOA. What's going on? Well, actually, before we get to what you can do locally, I wanted to tell you about how you, if you so choose, can look just like Barbie. There's only one problem. What? It's going to cost you $120,000. My gosh. But if you do want to look like Barbie, you can. In fact, I saw the story and I thought, this is the most hilarious thing ever. A plastic surgery package offered by none other than Dr. Scott Blyer of Cameo Surgery Center in Islandia, is that in New York? I don't know, touts a choice from the following. There is a package uh, that you can purchase, which will allow you to get a bo- some sort of body plastic surgery, like if you want the Brazilian butt lift or you want like your Mm -hmm. breasts augmented let's say uh you get that a facial surgery of your choice so maybe you'd like i don't know like a neck procedure yes or maybe you want a chin implant or some cheeks or something like that or just a you know an old-fashioned facelift whatever you want (laughs) you put that together with an opportunity for some classic barbie hair of your choice so they presumably call in a stylist in addition to Barbie hair, you can get pink nails and a tooth whitening. And it all is just a little low price of $120,000. You want okay. one? Well, I also need to add, um, I need uh, real hair extensions, which are super expensive. And I also need um, porcelain veneers. Okay. Can they do anything about my heel being lifted permanently? Yeah, in no, a high and get your legs extended. Okay. Because if I remember correctly... Oh, um, yeah. Barbies have really long legs. Yes, they do. <laughs> and is this genius or um, absolutely disturbing? Well, I think that it is taking advantage of an opportunity right now. And that is something that biz- <laughs> busy business people do. Busy business people. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, it's genius marketing as far as I'm concerned, but it's also absolutely disturbing. I mean, the fact that people want to get plastic surgery or, you know, procedures. I'm fine with that. That's like totally, there's nothing sure. new about that, but like marketing it as, as like a Barbie, like Barbie experience is a little disturbing. Yeah. Like, right? oh, that's a solution like, to everything. If I remember correctly, and I haven't seen the movie yet, but we're led to believe that perhaps this movie is going to maybe challenge 
some of the things that society has sort of wrought upon people courtesy of an image like Barbie, right? Like, But in a way that's kind of like tongue-in-cheek, like... you know, but I mean, reinforcing those, a lot of Barbies. Mattel is going to sell a lot of Barbies. Oh yeah, let's and be I, clear. And I do wonder what the like, you know, the people making the movie are like. Well, it's just one big opportunity to sell more Barbies. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of like, let's think about what this actually, what this whole Barbie, because I think Barbie is a fascinating thing. Mm-hmm. I I don't think it's as easy as like Barbie's good or Barbie's bad. It's like. Well, tell me more. What is Barbie actually? And mm-hmm. what has the effect of Barbie been on society over the last 60 plus years? I loved whenever they started to introduce um, just different Barbies other than the blonde, blue eyed Barbie that everybody knows. Yeah. You know, um, uh, well, I mean, do you think that someone's going to take them up on this and just do the whole Oh, for sure. $120,000. I'm sure people have been doing it. It's just now they're they're slapping the name Barbie on it's it because it's a marketing opportunity. Like, you can send out an email. Sure. Right. I wonder if they would get in trouble for that in any way. Like, hey, don't use Barbie's name. Or Yeah, I bet they don't say literally, you know. Uh, I, I'm sure there are appropriate legal, uh, you know, wording that doesn't run afoul of Mattel. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, I I do think that it's a good, you know, marketing tool. I don't know how great it is for people to. I think it might bring out some of the people that can be obsessive about turning themselves into looking like someone else. Sort of like, you I'm know, a- the, uh, some people try to turn themselves into like, I want to look like the dude from BTS or I want to look oh, like. Oh, and there are actual human Barbies, right? Like yeah. if you Google, and in fact, I was doing that earlier before the show, like remind me again who the human Barbies are, because they're a long list of people who've allegedly, supposedly tried to look like Barbie. There's mm. like this Ukrainian woman who is like. Oh, yes, I've seen her. Is, you know, has attempted to look like. Bar- I mean, I'm like, I don't think that looks like Barbie, but OK. And then there's the human Ken doll. There's actually multiple human oh, Ken, the dolls. Ken doll. And then there is another human Barbie who's not actually trying to look like Barbie, Jessica Alves, who she has gone on this entire journey and transformation and just Google Jessica Alves and you'll you'll be familiar with her she was on botched oh things yes. like that so people have certainly tried to look like barbie before this is not mm-hmm. particularly oh, new yes 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 well it's just kind of scary in person isn't it now you did reference when we started the segment and this is what i wanted to end on yes. was something you can do locally to enjoy all that the new barbie movie is bringing to our attention and that's happening right over at the mall of america i didn't even realize this but through and it's actually only through Wednesday, so you got to hurry up because it goes from eleven to seven uh, today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. It's over on level one at the Mall of America on the north side. They are hosting a Barbie pop up closet, which really this just looks like a fun. I mean, it's great promo for the movie, but it's also a great opportunity. Like if you are fans of Barbie, to have some Instagram moments, Instagram worthy moments, because there's lots of cute little pop up setups that you get to see some of the outfits from the movie. Yeah, I think this is a this is what's great. One of the many great things about Mall of America is they get to do big scale things like this. That's super fun. I'm sure it was curated just for the mall. And go get your picture taken. And uh, like Barbie, like I said, it goes through Wednesday, July 19th 
And again, it's daily from 11 to 7. All right, from Barbie, when we come back, we're headed to Disney. Why? Well, Disney's got some red carpets coming. Problem is, there's an actor strike. Dawn is going to tell us how Disney's getting around that when we return right here on My Talk. That brings you home. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Maybe you want to smile like Barbie. I mean, I don't know what your dental desires are, but here's the thing. My friends at Dakota Dental can help. Now, if you call and ask for the Barbie special, they're going to look at you uh, funny. But if you have questions about cosmetic dentistry, ask whatever questions you have with the staff at Dakota Dental. And I guarantee they can put you on a dental journey, whatever your goals are. Here's the thing I know about Dakota Dental, whether it's a regular checkup, cosmetic dentistry, emergency dentistry, implant dentistry, they're experts in their field. Um, I have been a patient there for the last couple of years. I started because of a dental emergency, but then I went back for my regular checkup and I've loved the care and service I've gotten each and every time I went. I'm now on a dental implant journey. I've got a checkup this coming uh, Thursday. I have been so grateful for each and every experience I've had with Dakota Dental, and so will you and your whole family. Head to dakotadental.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Well, it looks like the actor strike did not affect Disney when it came to launching their Haunted Mansion movie. Every movie has a red carpet. Even streaming shows have red carpets, if you don't know. And um, I noticed something. They did something very clever over at Disney. If you know Haunted Mansion, Mm -hmm. that's a part of the parks. Yeah, based on a ride. Yes, based on a ride at the parks. And I believe uh, Neil Patrick Harris ended up buying most of the artwork from the old Haunted Mansion ride in uh, California. Um, just as a side note yeah, there, fascinating. Uh, when they took that, that down, but the red carpet just happened and people were like, what are they going to do? It's going to be empty. How are they going to do this? Well, what they did is that they sent Mickey and Minnie and other Disney characters dressed in their full haunted mansion outfits from Disney world, Disneyland to the red carpet. Oh, because writers can't, or excuse me, because actors can't be on the red carpet. Right. Even though there are people inside the costumes, they're not yeah. animatronic. But yes, so um, they needed to promote the film, and I thought this was very, very clever. I mean, you had Maleficent out there, you had Corella DeVille, um, and then fans were super excited, of course, like they are when the characters come out. So... Pretty genius. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a lot of very questionable things happening over the next few months because, of course, studios aren't going to miss an opportunity to promote their films, but Mm -hmm. they are not going to be able to promote their films with their actors in attendance. Right. Um, I'm kind of curious as to what they're going to do for the rest of the year with all the films they have coming yeah, out. For sure. I mean, even on streaming on because Hulu is a part of Disney, uh, they have uh, coming out. Um, Kenneth Branagh, Death of the Nile, that... I think they'll have Minnie and Mickey come out for each of those. That's what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) will they have each, you know, every premiere? I mean, it it is a good ideal. uh, Ideal. It is a good idea because people would be interested to see how they're going to dress all the characters, I guess. Yeah, I I bet this... I mean, this one seems to make sense for that movie because Mm -hmm. it's a theme park. Based That's film. right. Yes, but I feel like the other ones, it's going to be a little bit of a stretch. So, no yeah. doubt they'll come up with something else clever. Maybe impersonators. 
Although then that begs a question. I know I saw this conversation online about people who are uh, who work sort of tangentially in Hollywood. They're not in the actors union. So they potentially could do work uh, for some of these events like they could get hired to do promotions work. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's a tough sell for some of those people, because if someday they want to be in SAG-AFTRA, they're going to well, there's going to be record that essentially I mean, I wouldn't call them a scab, but other people would. Yes. They, oh gosh, that would you just be very sad. So it's like, would you take the opportunity or would you not? I mean, I think it would just be so fueled with criticism that I'd be like, not today. You know, uh, we also have, um, gosh, coming out in November, we have uh, people looking forward to the Marvels. You know, this is the sequel with Brie Larson. Um, you have. Tayona Paris in it. Um, I feel like you could have impersonators who look like the characters from the film. I know. Um, And then just. Or you just choose not to have them. I mean, I don't know. Like, who. That is an option. You don't have to have red carpets. You don't have to. There are other ways to promote things. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Do you have any sense of like other things they're doing to promote films? Um, I haven't really seen that uh, other than just the I mean, of course, they there's so much money, as we talked about, like with Mission Impossible this last weekend. There's so there's such a huge budget that they spend on promoting a movie, whether it be, you know, trailers before other movies, that's not just something that you get to do unless you pay. Uh, and then you have, you know, there's, there's online stuff, which is huge. If every time you open up Instagram, you see the latest uh, movie trailer. Yeah. Um, and even us just talking about this with our phones around, I'm sure that we'll see some more Marvel trailers coming up on our, on our, um, Oh, phone. for sure. Yeah. Uh, so it's just going to be interesting. I mean, well, and even the people that you could involve in promotions for a film that are not on strike, it doesn't mean that they're going to want to do promotions because they might want to be on the side. You know, they might want to oh, yeah. like directors, for example, even though directors have an agreement with studios, they may not want to participate in the promotion of film to be, you know, so they can show their solidarity with their actors and writer friends. Right. Yeah. Nobody would really want to touch that with a 10 foot pole. I mean, because then you're going to be seen as, I mean, even uh, you've got and another problematic thing is that unfortunately we heard, we heard Bob Iger speak on the demands Uh, last week before the actor strike happened, Bob Iger being the head of Disney. Now the CEO who came back Mm -hmm. after they were losing money and now, you know, he replaced the other Bob, Uh, but he didn't have very great things to say about how he felt about the actor strike, it was really more like... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like all of their demands are just unreasonable. And it's like, I well, don't coming know. from somebody who's made billions of dollars, well, I'm assuming billions of dollars, mm-hmm. a lot of money. Yeah. He's made a lot of money in his career. It, right. does, it it falls a little on deaf ears when you're talking about working actors, right? And he was also making his comments, if I remember correctly, from whatever, you know, uh, fancy pantsy uh, retreat uh, they have. Oh, which one? I can't remember which one it is. But anyway, it, it's like, read the room. I mean, you're kind <laughs> of sitting on, you know, your privileged... Uh, pedestal right now sort of you know talking down to a bunch of working actors who are struggling to make enough money in hollywood to get health insurance by the union which is just twenty six thousand dollars a year yes so yeah it's not a good look it is not a good look and i'm even wondering you know i'm even wondering if there were rumors last week also of another of a studio executive who basically said, uh, you know, we're going to have to wait until these writers are losing their homes before we can get anything done. And we're just going to wait until they have to come back to work, which hopefully it wasn't him also who said, I mean, it doesn't matter who said it. I feel like there's no shortage of, um, you know, studio executives who have really uncomfortable things to say. Yeah, really tone deaf. Uh, You know, Fran Drescher, she spoke about that uh, during her speech. So, um it's really, we just don't know what's coming, but as Disney does, they're going to look at this as an opportunity to promote their other products. You know, this is a way for them to promote the parks. This is a way for them to, you know, turn back to their streaming shows that that they're trying to promote. And we'll just have to see. Yeah, I did see things. a whole conversation about how and he had made some remarks to investors that essentially they might be getting rid of some of their television business because it's just not a... Uh, a lucrative business for mm. Disney. So it seems like the future of parts, I mean, that could be ABC. You know, there's a lot of parts of Disney right now that aren't just theme parks or Disney movies right? that they could try to sell off, you know, streamers, et cetera. So Ooh. it's not beyond. And again, he came back for two years. They just, I think, re-signed him for a total of six because they felt like the work was not yet done. So I think there are some big changes coming for Disney, or at least people seem to think so. Um, and, uh, you know, that could be part of it because, again, they're not just theme parks and Disney movies. Exactly. It's just so much more. Disney's one of those Things that's just sort of taken over the world, you know, Pixar (laughs) as one of them, you know, because Disney and Pixar have joined together. Mm -hmm. And that was always an interesting thing to like see the difference between Disney and Pixar movies like, ooh, who's going to, you know, uh, two of the biggest studios. And now they're all one, which kind of made me a little bit sad. I was like, oh, okay, well, there we go with that. But um, well, certainly we're going to see what who ends up on the red carpet if there are any red carpets coming uh in the next few months yeah uh they have to open movies and you know there's going to be press there i guess for i don't know i mean i would take the opportunity to turn it into a real um fan service moment you know inviting people because red carpets traditionally have been a very 
like closed exclusive environment. And I think if they open them up more to regular people like you and I, or some type of an experience mm, that you, sure, could, yeah. you could definitely attend. a time to think outside the box. Cause what, mm-hmm. what they have is going to work right for the That's foreseeable right. future. Yeah. Just new challenges. So I'm sure that they will look at them in a positive light and find ways to promote themselves. Well, and we will let you know whatever that is. But when we come back, Dawn also has the latest, not just on Disney, but Taylor Swift. Was she at a weed party? (laughs) What even is a weed party, Dawn? (laughs) You're going to tell us and uh, find out what other celebrities were getting their weed on with Taylor when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Your Boat Club. Do me a favor, check out Your Boat Club, head to yourboatclub.com. Jamie and I were on the water yesterday. We had a blast. I cannot speak highly enough of Your Boat Club, the service, start to finish. We signed up for the trial membership this summer, and um, we uh, we went out to Lake Waconia yesterday, showed up. Bright and early, about 8 o'clock in the morning. It was a beautiful day on the lake. And uh, the guys over at the Your Boat Club area got us on board, showed us the ropes. Literally, we spent a beautiful morning on the lake. And then when I was ready to come back, I just called them. They showed up on the dock. I pulled over to the dock. They got on board, parked the boat for us. We had such a fun time. I want you guys to check out Your Boat Club. If you want to be on the water this summer... Head to your boat club, find out how you can take advantage of their memberships or their single and multi-day boat rentals. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. What is a weed party? What are you even talking about? I'm weed talking, party. I'm talking about Taylor Swift. Thank you for joining us. Um, we would love for you to download our podcast if you missed any of the show. But let's get to Taylor Swift. She was just having a good time, you guys. There were photos uh, this weekend of Taylor Swift, which the photos are lovely. Um, there are photos out there by photographer Christian Germoso. Okay. He uploaded some snaps from this party that happened in New York City where a bunch of celebrities got together. Looks like they're drinking champagne and they are playing Uno. Oh, well, that sounds terrifying. (laughs) Why do we care? We care because, of course, whenever there are pictures of Taylor Swift out there, people look in the background to see, oh, my gosh, is that a picture of her ex-boyfriend in the, you know, they want to know who's there. They will analyze the outfit and tell you how much money you can spend to get the exact same outfit. We know. Thanks, Daily Mail. Yes, we know. By the look. And I would like to say that the photos are really cool. They have an old time quality to them that sort of look like a, you know, the, the color palette of a Wes Anderson film. They kind of have like a 70s look to them. Okay. So who was in attendance at this weed party? Yeah, where do we get the weed party? I'll get to I that in a second. Weed. Exactly. Okay, so we have Jason Sudeikis. We have Questlove. Mike Brabiglia, of all people, who Random is a combo. comedian. Okay, and he's kind of known for clean comedy. Like, he doesn't cuss in his comedic routines. He talks a lot about growing up Catholic. Pretty tame comedian. Um, The only thing we see that could be suspect are, 
you know, champagne glasses, which might oh, not no. even have champagne. Oh, no. Celebrities drinking them. champagne. I'm so terrified. I know. I'm terrified, too. Um, and Uno has got to be the most. Devil's game. It's the devil's game. Yeah. I mean, who? You who don't trust even, you cards can't with even... numbers on them? I mean, there could be three sixes in a row. There That's a gateway be. to hell. Yes. Um, so people noticed somebody that was there. Okay. Like the weed man? I mean, no, like what short of there's like no weed man in the corner. Cheech and Chong are we worried about? Well, the latest Cheech and Chong is celebrity chef Nikki Stewart, who is involved no who in this. Is. Right. Nikki Stewart is known for cannabis food. Oh, well, that sounds very timely and of the moment. Yes. An au courant. She is the chef for Dave Chappelle. She founded the High End Affair, which is all about weed cooking. And so is weed um, cooking can, just like hi, here's, here's another way you can shove some THC in your food. Yeah, she cooks okay. with weed. Oh, so good for her. Food and cannabis so, educator. Was she like, you know, throwing out weed brownies to the crew or what? <laughs> you would think so, but you know, she was just there. People are like, oh, let me analyze every person oh, in this so picture. Oh, so you're saying that because this weed chef lady was there, yes. they probably wouldn't even call her a weed chef. I sound like a hundred. I know. Well, <laughs> but calling it a weed party is hilarious. Cannabis. I just also love that that's the word that's like, like caught on cannabis. It's such a like, I don't like that word. Uh, but it, you know, because there's a cannabis chef there, it's a weed party. Yeah. And Taylor Swift, she's not allowed to be besmirched by the thought that she could ingest thc that's right so there there it's not like you see a bong in the background they actually on these websites have broken down that she looks really happy oh in the pictures so she's clearly high (laughs) also just for the record was this somewhere in it was in new york not in california well don't they have recreational weed in new york i haven't kept tabs on that yeah i don't know but guess what what if it ain't legal, it's gonna be. That's right. So culturally, I think that ship sailed. Yeah. If it was Taylor snorting some lines of coke, <laughs> that would be a different story. It is legal in New York City okay. for adults twenty-one older to possess up to three ounces of cannabis and that. up to twenty-four grams of so, concentrated cannabis for personal use. Thank in you. New York. Grant. I guess the idea is that you know Taylor Swift is so vanilla that she's not allowed to engage no, in that sort of thing. Oh like, gosh. if she was drinking a Diet Dr. Pepper, people would be up in arms. Oh, my gosh, yes, because of the recent news about aspartame. Oh. Um, but we have uh, Questlove, who was also there, and um, in a pointed post on Instagram, he shared more images of the night, and in the caption he wrote, I'm the king of Uno. There is none higher. Um... And then he added, was not a, quote, weed party. They're all liars. So. Okay, so he's just saying it's not a weed party. Yeah, or yeah. or he's saying if it was a weed party, it's none ya. Yeah, we're not going to tell you, please. I mean, honestly. And really, it's like Jason Sudeikis, if you want to analyze the pictures, he looks the most high. Well, he's always high. Because he he is. Isn't he? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Seth Rogen's always high. That's, That's the only true. person I know who admittedly says, I'm always high. And I, just, I create amazing things. I feel like there's a lot of people in Hollywood that are high at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis looks super confused by Uno in the game. In, in these pictures, Maybe he's never he played. looks really perplexed. And I'm saying out of everybody there, he looks like the person that could be high. Is it just Uno or is it Uno attack? Ooh. Ooh. 
I don't know. What's Uno Attack? Oh my God, you've never played Uno Attack? No, that is I'm not the a big card game person. King of Uno games. It's the one that spits cards at you if you uh, are not careful. You don't want it to spit cards at you. Is it a machine? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then you play as you're playing, depending on, I don't remember exactly what launches cards, but you don't want more cards. (laughs) No, you never want more cards in Uno. Yeah. Um, There have been several, I looked up like, you know, a lot of articles over the years of is, is uh, like in 2019, there was this big controversy about, you know, pictures of Taylor Swift smoking. Is Taylor Swift smoking cigarettes? And it ended up to be someone who just looked like Taylor Swift that someone, some people in a bar thought was Taylor Swift and she's smoking a ciggy. This poor girl, not poor girl if she looks like Taylor Swift, but, um, you know, people were circulating those saying, is she smoking? And then there are more articles than you would think if you just type in Taylor Swift smoking, a lot of things come up. And it's just like speculation. And then there are some people that take a really deep dive into like, this is terrible. Like people commenting on the article saying, this is terrible if it's true because my daughter is nine and she loves Taylor Swift and I don't want her to become a smoker. I'm like, okay. Yeah, my daughter shouldn't know (laughs) that people grow up and and develop habits that are very common. Although, you know. Well, you can choose for yourself. You can. And is um, how dare my child know that adults can be adults? Oh, yeah. And and then you've got, um, you know, we have Kat Perkins who says everyone smokes in Hollywood. Yeah. In Hollywood, nothing's real and everyone smokes. So she could be a secret smoker. Who knows? And does she smoke weed? There's all kinds of articles in yeah, the I last like couple people, of days. Does Taylor Swift smoke weed? People need so. to get a hobby. You hope so? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's got to be an incredibly stressful uh, life to be yeah. Taylor Swift. So she's got to have something. A little relax, out. release, mm-hmm. and sit back and, you know, yeah. get high. Or not. Maybe she doesn't want to get high. Maybe she just wants to eat a pile of chocolate chip cookies. Which is also just as much. Right? Fun. Yeah, it really is. I'd be supportive either way. I would too. Now, I don't know, uh, you know, there are some people who can be high functioning on it. Okay. And I just don't think I would be that person. I think I would just like not get anything done. Yeah. You know, like, could she tour? Could she do all the, I mean, it's one night where she's having a night off. Yeah. You know, I think different people have different tolerances, but I don't think we've ever had any conversation. She's certainly never sung about it or talked about it, has she? Well, maybe that's the next step for her because... She's going to do her weed album? Maybe she's going to do a weed album. Maybe Miley Cyrus will be on that album. Yeah, she and Miley Cyrus are going to do, like, (laughs) drug duets. Like, each track is a different drug. Yes, and it's about doobies. Different strains of weed. (laughs) Doobies? You're aging yourself. I know. Well, I mean, to call it a weed party is like saying... It's, it's a, a booze party. party. Also, I've I've been to some very interesting places in my life. Never has anyone invited me to a weed party. <laughs> yeah, we're having hey a guys, party, and it's we're having weed. a doobie party. Yeah, it's not like, hey guys, come to Reefer this weed madness. party. It just happens that there's a party and people are smoking yeah. weed. AKA, or it's called it. a party. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, well, thanks for getting to the bottom of the weed party, Dawn. Yeah. The good news is when we come back, you also got to the bottom of what's up with Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman by way of none other than NeNe Leakes. She got an exclusive interview, mm-hmm. and she's going to share the audio from it when we come back right here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my time. 
my gosh, exciting news happening at Livia Weight Control Center's Livia Days have arrived. It is the best deal of the summer. What's that deal? 50% off your personalized program when you mention me. And there's no better time to get healthier than these beautiful summer days. I mean, the summer seems to be screeching by. I am like, it's almost August. But if you think that you, um, it's just going to take a lot of time to lose weight, that's not true because you can lose up to 10 pounds or more in your first two weeks. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I mean, think about by the time the fair rolls around, you could be at your goal. So do not miss this opportunity. Call today, say, I heard this from Don McLean on my talk, and they will give you 50% off. I symbolized my life. Just by having Olivia plan was like, wow, such a relief. It was super easy to lose weight on their programs because they're doctor recommended and they're customized just for you. So give them a call, 855-GO-LIVIA or go to Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Don, my talk, 1071. Thanks for joining us. Hope you had a great weekend. A lot of things happen in the world of entertainment. Uh, we got to catch up with some celebrity Splits and divorces. Yeah, celebrity splits. Splits, not like banana splits, but... Uh, I was thinking of like acrobats. Oh, oh, like, okay. Yeah, spread them legs. Oh my, oh gosh, okay. <laughs> no, splits. Yeah, I know, I know. So we just can't get enough of Krim, uh, which is Kim and Croy. Yep, Kim Zolciak, Croy Bierman. Right, right. Reality and TV stars. They are back together now, but it was a really nasty period of time where they were split up and divorcing. They also seem to be living in the same home, which is now a foreclosure, and they PSO $1.1 million to the IRS. Yeah, they're like, we are going to have to stay together because we can't leave because we have nowhere to go. We because feel we like have no assets. Yeah, they don't have Other money than the fifteen thousand dollar bed that they sleep on together. By the way, but tell me more about how. I, but things seem pretty oh, toxic. Anyway, what do you know? What I know is that uh, TMZ caught up with Nene Leakes, oh, who is famously old friend, the old friend of uh, Kim Zolciak, Nene Leakes, who they starred together on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, Kim will be on the the show this season as just a guest. From time to time, I don't know how many episodes, but that is a thing. Um, so Nini and Kim have famously been frenemies, I guess, uh, in the the seasons that I watch. Highly entertaining. Yeah, you said that they, weren't they like? Didn't you say she was like suing people and stuff, Nini? Oh yeah, uh, Nini. Yeah, Nini's had a history with Bravo and Andy Cohen. That's like, ooh, I don't know if we're going to come back from that. But she but was not a fan know. of Kim Solsia. No, they were they were arch enemies. They were actually um, Kim toured for a while um, with her music, which that's how was her role on the show. Was that she was this socialite who wanted to become a singer? And let me tell you don't something. It's I don't know if those opportunities would be coming her way if she didn't have some money. So Nene and Kim would get into it. They were on a little tour together on a tour bus. 
Nene ripped off Kim's wig at some point, and you know, she always used exactly to call her what wig. You expect, yeah, you know, just one of those. Nene's super funny, but I think that Nene has decided in her life that being an enemy of everybody isn't great for her. So TMZ caught up with her. She was oh, at the okay. airport, and what she got to say. Well, a British guy uh, who is apparently a paparazzi asked her some things about Kim and Croy. Fabulous. Hey, Nini, I was wondering, what do you think about Kim and Croy calling off the divorce? Oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing? You know, it's good. I, I, you know, listen, it's a marriage. So you have a lot of highs and lows. So hopefully they're going to work it out. They have a family. It was just the most acrimonious, messiest divorce ever. And now suddenly it's solved. I just can't yeah, understand. Yeah, it was kind of messy, wasn't it? It was. And suddenly we're back friends. Now calling police. Sort of like me and her relationship. Call <laughs> out and get right back. Right, right, right. So do you believe now that like, is this the real deal now? Are they together forever? I don't know. Don't know. I hope so. Do you think that potentially this is a play to get back on the show? A lot of people online are saying this makes great TV. It makes great TV, but you know, I wouldn't personally want to. Like I'm having some issue with my husband and then just to get back on TV. I wouldn't want to do that. But I, so hopefully that's not what it is. But do you think that they will get back on the show now because because of all this real stuff? Oh, I'm sure they'll, she'll get back on the show. Whether she did that or not, I'm sure they will allow her to come back over and over again. Right, right. Have you had any contact with her at all? I know you We've talked on the phone. I've reached out to her a few times while she's been going through her divorce. And she's happy and she's like, it seems like they've found God more these days. she was happy going through the divorce, but, I mean, divorcing, but um, hopefully she's in a better place. Yeah, they they seem to have, like, um, come together over their shared belief. It's a rabbi. Apparently their faith is what brought them back together. Do you think oh. that can be like a, a healing way to sort of like rekindle? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you. He's like, where's my car? God is a healer. God is a healer? Yes. Well, I, I hope they, I hope to see them on TV. I hope to see you all over my TV. Well, I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nene Leakes actually having a nice conversation and not slamming. But she did say in the clip there that she's called her a couple of times. Yeah, so they're so friends now. I feel like this was a missed opportunity by this paparazzo. Like, um, she just said that she talked to her amidst her divorce. Uh-huh. So that would, or in the midst of her divorce, I would say, okay, well, what did you say? And, oh, what did she say? What did she say? Yeah. Right? Like, I, I would ask specific questions about that. Like, because she was being very vague, like... I don't know. I don't think she would do this just because of attention, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Well, you talked to her, so what did she say? Like, I don't think she was probably happy about it, you know, her divorce or whatever. Okay, but no, what did she say? Exactly. Right? That's like, when you I go, wait a minute, details. you talked to her? Did you call her? Yeah. Did she call you? Was it in the middle of the night? Because people are saying that they think there's a lot of drama going on that might be ginned up for the show. To be fair, I don't think you call 911 and bring them out to your house to, you know, with your children there and everything and your mom on speakerphone if there's not real drama going on. But I do think that Nini's probably right that you seize that opportunity if you're in reality TV. Oh. Meaning you see a good opportunity to get back on TV. Yeah. Because what does that do? 
It pays the bills. Yes, you're making money. And what do they need right now? Money! And the more they appear on that show, the more money they get. So it's not that they created it for the show, Mm. but maybe they're using it. Yeah, that's definitely the case. Um, So we have to talk about another uh, couple who seems to be not patching things up. It's, uh, according to TMZ, headed for divorce, Ariana Grande and Dalton Gomez. They are, a source says, separated. And this is sort of something that's like, okay, we've heard about this in blind items. Uh, Mike had some blind items about what he was up to while she was filming Wicked for six months. This started back in December of last year that he was taking the opportunity to spread his wild oats. Is that the phrase? Is that what these kids are saying nowadays? I don't know about that, but and it wasn't even just the blind. We were seeing pictures of it as mm-hmm. well. So you're actually seeing photo evidence of him at clubs with other women and seemingly more than just hanging out with a buddy. Yeah, I remember the first reports were that he was here and he was going out and about and there was some question about why he wasn't at the show, right? Why like he wasn't in London. Yeah. 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 And it was like, oh, he's real busy doing stuff. And then there were these photos. And it was like, oh, you're really busy, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. And, you know, when it comes to Ariana Grande, I do think that she can be impulsive when it comes to relationships. She kind of reminds me of J-Lo. Like, oh, okay. We're getting back together now. We're, you know, because people criticize when she had the relationship that was super quick, like two weeks with um, and she was engaged to Pete Davidson and she was licking donuts and just going a little crazy. We were like, oh, it's Pete's fault. But now we see sort of a pattern here where, you know, the relationship she had with Dalton Gomez really wasn't that long before they became engaged. It's like, who is this? You're engaged now again, sort of a thing. So maybe she just. I'm just speculating that they didn't know a lot about each other. Oh, yeah. Well, and obviously he didn't feel that strongly about her if right. he's going out to clubs with other women That's while right. she's well, out of town. You know, people can go to clubs with other women, well, but as Mike pointed out, you know, they're kissing, you know. And mm-hmm. recently, this weekend, she must have seen some of those photos because she was at uh, Wimbledon and she was with not her wearing her ring. And not only is she not wearing her ring, but she is literally has her hand displayed where her left hand is most prominent and um, she does not have a ring on that finger hanging out with um, well, and then Spider-Man. Uh, again, everybody girlfriend. talked about that. And then, of course, before the show, we had the confirmation that they're done. Bye. Exactly. So um, not too surprising, right? Makes us feel justified in following anti-lawyer because we had a heads up on this one for a long time. I don't know that anybody was particularly surprised, but yeah. at the same time. Yeah, it's it's just it's just kind of sad, you know, but they did get together. Um, they did. Uh, uh, and it says that a few months back they tried to reconcile, but it failed. Uh, so what was I? Oh, I was going to say something else. Oh, they did start dating during the pandemic. Yeah. And, you know, in 2020, that's the first time we saw her with him. And I, if there are a lot of pandemic, um, relationships out there that are thriving and great, I can, I can see that, but it seems like such a 
strange point in history and time where you could get extra close to somebody, but really just in an isolated situation yeah, where you're just you, at home all the time, which is easy. Yeah. And you don't, not. <laughs> you're not out and about. Well, yeah, it didn't, wasn't easy at the time, but certainly to your point, you're isolated mm-hmm. and you're not out and about now that life has begun to evolve back to a, you know, more pre-pandemic experience that's probably very shocking for some relationships yeah it's like you're not having to deal with other people dawn thank you so much for those relationship updates when we come back we're gonna open food court mike get your robe on put your uh british wig on ready we (laughs) need uh you to rule on something that hostess is up to they're mashing up two of your favorite snack cakes do we like it do we not like it we'll talk about it when we come back right here on my talk 107.1